Welcome to the BG Podcast, conversations at the intersection of business, community, and public policy from the Austin metro and around Texas. You can find this episode and prior recordings at www.binghamgp.com slash podcast and on iTunes and Google Play. Hello, this is AJ Bingham, CEO of the Bingham Group. Our guest today is Diana Lamone Mercado, the Travis County Democratic Party Chairwoman. Welcome to the show, Diana. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Well, it's been a very exciting uh, cycle for the party locally and statewide as well. And, um, you know, we're having the show to really talk about some of that as, as uh, the legislative session gets underway um, earlier this week on Tuesday. And, you know, I want to start off with just your background um, with the party and how it brought you to the party. I think I don't think some people realize that it's a pu- elected office, mm-hmm. and um, they can get in your background too, and ask some questions about just yeah. what you think is going to happen this this year. Um, so about my background, I'm born and raised in Austin, like yourself. We mm-hmm. just talked about. Um, I went to Austin High School, where my parents went, my grandparents went. The Maroons, Mighty Maroons. <laughs> that, that's right, loyal right. forever. The Mighty Maroons. Um, And then after high school, I went to Texas State, um, and once I finished college, I went to work for the city of Austin Mm -hmm. in the municipal court, and I actually worked in the magistrate courtroom um, for a while, which is where when people are arrested, they go to jail, they're in holding, um, and they get their Miranda rights and their bond and how to get out of jail. Um, In that experience is when, at the same time, um, the former sheriff... Um, had allowed ICE to come into the jail. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we were placing immigration holds on people who had just been arrested for nonviolent offenses like expired registration, expired inspection, no driver's license, et cetera. Um, And so I was just there, you know, signed up to clerk and get a good uh, city salary and benefits. And I was now having to tell people, um, you know, this is the process for getting out of jail and people that were in crisis and tell them that they're bonds. And then at the same time, in many cases, I was having to tell people, but none of that applies to you because you're being held for deportation. Gotcha. Um, and it was a terrible, terrible experience. Um, I decided I didn't want to be a cog in the wheel of tearing families apart um, and that I really wanted to make a difference. I didn't know what that was because I didn't have a background in politics or really um, in anything like public policy or anything like that. I just knew I wanted to help people. Um, And I was the first one in my family to complete college. So I went back to school um, and got my MBA. Um, And then right after that, I went to work in the Capitol and Mm -hmm. I went to work in the the legislative session. Mm -hmm. I always tell people- Who are you with? What office are you in? I was with Marisa Marquez from El Paso. It was her first session. It was my first session. We sort of found each other. Um, But it was a little bit like, almost like finding you in the Sea Home building. I was walking around a building (laughs) trying to find the entrance. It took, uh, you know, especially in the the extension, you get get turned around very easily in there. But trying to break into politics and figuring out like an entry point, like I had no idea how you get in. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I literally asked everybody I knew, people I worked with, my family, my friends of family. And I was like, if you know anybody that works in the Capitol, please tell them I'm interested. And eventually my stepmom worked with a woman who had a friend (laughs) who worked in the Capitol and she was looking for an unpaid intern. So at this point, I'm in my late 20s. I just got in my MBA. Um, I still had my job at the city, but I took an unpaid internship at the Capitol because I just wanted to work in this. I certainly did the same thing with yeah. the state affairs committee mm-hmm. post law school. Yep. So I empathize, but if you want, that's how it has that's to go. That's how it happens. So I was there for a couple of weeks. I just worked as hard as I could, um, really trying to prove myself and learn a lot and make as many connections as I could. I met so many wonderful people who helped me. And I think after four or six weeks, I got a paid position. Mm-hmm. Um, and so from there, it kind of took off. I um, went to work for the Coalition of Texans with Disabilities, doing legislative communications, marketing, development. Um, I also went to work for Annie's List, doing 
campaign school and later was on campaigns as an organizer. Um, I went to the Texas Medical Association doing in their legislative communications department as well. And then I ended up at Planned Parenthood, where I've now been for a good chunk of time, seven or eight years, um, doing public affairs, public policy, organizing campaigns, et cetera. Very non-controversial stuff, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> All easy. This is a joke. It's All <laughs> easy. <laughs> easy lifts, easy lifts. Yeah. And, so, and that brought me to the party. Okay. So what is your role at the party? And I'll say, too, again, you know, this, is, this is your first elected office, mm -hmm. right? And um, what is your role at the party? What does, that, what does the chair do? The chair is really responsible for setting the direction of the party itself here mm -hmm. locally for fundraising, um, for helping to recruit candidates and vet candidates, and for making sure that the party has a strong presence locally in and out of campaigns. Mm -hmm. um, people largely see this position historically as a fundraising position, um, but I believe that to be an effective organization year-round, we really have to be a mix of fundraising and deep organizing every year, all year. Mm -hmm. yeah, I agree, and I think for, for those who are not from Austin or the area, um, even, you know, it's interesting you say those things given, I think, the perceived well, the, the, the definite strength overall of the Democratic Party, Travis County Democratic Party uh, in, in Austin and then probably now the surrounding metro. Um, but still, it's not, there's, it's powerful, but it's still, you know, you have multiple constituencies within that. I mean, you see kind of what's playing out right now in D.C. with the party, the Democratic Party, right? There's different um, wings and mm -hmm. different needs, even under the banner of blue. Yeah, absolutely. Right. So a lot of people to satisfy. I try to satisfy. Yes. Um, and the Travis County Democratic Party here is strong because of the work that's been done for generations before me. So in many cases, people take the Travis County Democratic Party for granted and go, oh, well, Travis County is already blue. Why do we need to invest locally? And it's like, well, people invested locally, and that's what made the party strong long term. And mm -hmm. if we want to continue to be strong um, long term, that's what we have to continue to do. You know, nothing can be taken for granted when it comes to voters. It all takes maintenance and relationship building and presence. Um, and so that's really what we're focusing on. You got to stay on it. Yeah. Well, let's get to, I mean, coming out of this last election cycle mm -hmm. locally, um, you know, at least in the metro, you know, the party picked up a few, uh, some seats um, in areas that have been, or, sorry, Republican held from um, Southwest Austin and some up in Williamson County. And so, we're, you know, the, the, the overall delegation for, for the Central Texas is, is very blue. What are your priorities or what do you see as priorities for the party um, you know, going into 2019 and then post-session as we get into 2020. Yeah. And a very, should be a very quiet year, just, you know, not a lot of things going on no. in D.C. Small presidential, real quick. Yeah, little things and a few, you know, a few council seats be up and everything else. And, you yeah, know, but what do, you, what do you see just kind of these next two years playing out? It's probably, I mean, we have a few campaign announcements or I'm, I'm announcing that I'm thinking about campaigning mm -hmm. announcements coming out yes. nationally and those will cascade or ripple down to mm -hmm. local elections as yeah. well. And we saw like the Beto yeah. work race. But if you personally want to make an announcement that you're thinking about running, I'm sure people would be excited to hear that. No <laughs> options are off the table. I'll give, I think I've been around enough politicians to know. I will never, uh, no options off the table. I'm very much enjoying building yeah. my lobby practice up right yeah. now. Um, but thank you for asking, and I'll remember, I'll remember that, though, later. Always, yes. always. I'm always looking All right. um, for good talent around here. Thank um, you. Yes, <laughs> especially for people, um, young leaders, more people of color, people who are from here, different perspectives from the community. That is so important to keep our Travis County Democratic Party strong. And that sort of um, transitions us into the 2019 legislative session. 
So immediate things um, that we're working on is our, we have an organizing committee that is made up of our precinct chairs um, who are tracking bills and thinking of creative ways to get, keep the voters engaged into the legislative session and also reach new audiences who haven't typically been engaged in voting. Mm -hmm. But the legislative session is a great way to make a connection to their day-to-day -day lives and what bills are impacting their day-to-day -day lives um, and grow them into the political and civic engagement process through the legislative session. Um, the committee process not only includes the legislative organizing, which is a top priority for actions we'll be taking in the community, but we have a number of other committees working around them. We have um, an outreach and diversity committee that's really going to be focusing on helping us to diversify our representation among precinct chairs within the party. Explain just for those unfamiliar, what is yeah. a precinct chair? Yeah, a precinct chair is um, also an elected official. <laughs> they are the last elected official on the ballot. They are elected by their neighbors in their voting precinct um, in the primary election. So there are Democratic precinct chairs and Republican precinct chairs. In Travis County, we have about, we have 240 um, precincts. Um, we have a number of vacancies and people roll off all the time, but their number one priority is to make sure that they get the, out the vote in their voting precinct. And usually that's sort of what's considered um, generally a neighborhood or two neighborhoods, three neighborhoods, but within, you know, one geography of similar voters. Okay. Um, and they do things like host house parties, they block walk, um, they host community events, they partner with different candidates to bring them into the neighborhood, but they're in charge of getting out the vote and organizing volunteers within their district and also representing their precinct to the party and then um, they also um, represent their precinct at the convention at the at the local conventions okay gotcha yeah so the other we're working on diversity and outreach um, a personal priority of mine and also of the bigger democratic community and the community in, in general is um, preventing sexual harassment um, as an organization, what is our role and responsibility in that fight and how- At the legislature. Um, is, oh, well, within the Democratic Party. Yes. Um, so we have a committee that's also taking that up as well to talk about how can we ensure that the Democratic Party and the local Democratic Democratic Party um, is a welcoming space for all people and that people, all people have a positive experience free from discrimination and harassment when they're engaging with us. Mm -hmm. um, we also have committees that are working on new fundraising ideas. We have committees that are charged with um, training so that we're building up new leaders within the party and giving them the skills they need. And all of those things support each other so that we have a strong infrastructure to continue our work. Gotcha. What are just, you know, so the trap, you know, even with like local, or come back to local elections or municipal yeah. work rather, what, um, and, you know, what are you look, what are y'all looking at this year, right? So, you know, we have two new city council per, per mm -hmm. um, members um, uh, and, uh, you know, be in the, the um, Travis County Commissioner's Court, um, by and large, is is blue. Yeah. Um, what anything locally y'all are looking at, or how's that? You know, what's your input there? Um, as far as issues go, um, I think we're really going to wait to see what direction the city council goes, goes with those two new members. I think comes a new energy to the city council. Mm -hmm. um, they really seem like they're ready to dig in deep and come up with some real solutions around affordability and transportation. Mm -hmm. So we're looking forward to just providing representation for our community, you know, within that, which is largely Democratic activists. But 
the Democratic community, as you know, is a full spectrum, as you alluded to. Mm-hmm. There are people. It's a better know, way of putting it. Yes. <laughs> It's a full spectrum, um, and we are a big tent. So there are issues we will engage in as a party. I couldn't say what exactly that is right now, but mm-hmm. you know things things that um, generally appeal to all Democrats: fully funded public schools, um, making sure that the community is a safe place for everybody, um, economic equity, racial equity, um, all those types of issues. When things sort of become nonpartisan issues, right, and it's um, things like transportation, where there are Democrats who believe firmly in um, our transportation issues being solved by one method versus Democrats who believe in it being solved through um, another strategy, the Democratic Party won't engage in those things. We're, mm-hmm. we're there to make sure that when a partisan voice is needed or helpful to articulate our values as a party, um, that we do that. But if it's an effort of Democrats on this side or Democrats on that side, we tend to take a step back and let people work it out on the ground who are experts in those are fields. Yeah. So say you're new to Austin and you know, you're for, you, you've been here a long time and never really got involved in politics one reason or another, and you want to get involved, right? Um, let's just go in this next 2020 election cycle. Yeah. What ways would you recommend, um, you know, average, maybe formerly apolitical Austinite get involved with the party? And there are, you know, I guess there are a number of clubs and those kind yeah. of things, but you know, is there resources like resources on your site that you mm-hmm. go to? And then what is that site? Yep. Um, so traviscountydemocrats.org is our website, and you can definitely sign up to volunteer there um, and to sign up for our email list, and we'll promote events and volunteer opportunities, advocacy opportunities, things that are happening at the camp. camp. Capitol or at City Hall, community events that we have going on that we're participating in. Um, As you mentioned, of course, our Democratic clubs are a great resource. We have all different kinds of Democratic clubs. We have um, Austin Tejano Democrats. We have Young Democrats. We have the Black Austin Democrats. We have Liberal Austin Democrats, Capital Area Progressive Democrats. Whatever sort of your geography, um, constituency is, your issue area interest is, there is definitely a club to address that and to get involved. And they do all different kinds of things. We have some clubs that are really focused um, on meeting and digging into policy issues um, and talking about policy solutions and really a discussion forum. Um, we have other clubs that are fully action-oriented, such as Blue Action Democrats, and they really pride themselves on being involved in things like door-to-door canvassing um, and getting out the vote. So whatever sort of interest you have in the Democratic Party, there is probably a Democratic club to help you further that interest. All right. Well, Diana, thank you for your time. And again, we'd love to have you back on the show as the year gets underway. And I'm sure it'll be a very interesting one, definitely, as we get closer to the this network get this next summer and a lot more announcements start start coming out nationally. Yeah. Uh, Good. We're going to have um, plenty of activity as we're all of this infrastructure buildup that I was talking about, precinct chairs, committees, um, our clubs, is all really um, moving us towards our 2020 campaign plan. And we're ready. We want to hit the ground running. We want to have strong community presence, strong community engagement, making sure that all people feel welcome into the Democratic Party here in Travis County and that they all feel really invested in making sure that we turn out the vote in the 2020 election because um, that election, the presidential election, um, will be up whoever the Democratic person is on the ballot. You can be sure that we will be supporting them. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have, as you mentioned, a county commissioner seat up that is the last Republican seat up, and we potentially may have more bonds on the ballot. As you know, there's always something here going on in Travis mm-hmm. County. Um, like I said, whether it's transportation or affordability, um, our schools, um, there's likely to be you know another bond um, or some other ordinance issues on the ballot. Great. Well, Diana, thank you again for your time. Great. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to today's BG podcast. You can find this episode and prior recordings at www.binghamgp.com podcast and iTunes and Google Play. Subscribe to stay current on future posts.